Welcome to Horns Up. I'm Animesh. And I'm Peter. And dear listeners, this episode is going to be a bit out of the box. Because for first, let's introduce our co-hosts for this particular episode, our better halves. Ladies, please introduce yourselves and cue in everyone on your music preferences as well. Starting with your side, Peter. <laughs> Go for it, Karen Alfonso. <laughs> Hi, I'm Karen. Um, so I do listen to met- metal occasionally, but these days I find myself listening to hip hop and LCD sound system pop because that's the only thing that I can block out Peppa Pig in the background. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd rather listen to Bieber then listen to Tool at that point of time because I need to write and Bebo does it for me. So, but yeah, I also do like Frank Ocean. Yeah, Scissor Sisters and back in the day. Yep. Very, very weird music taste, I guess. And occasionally I'll walk into Limbiscuit, then you can kind of understand what kind of day it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Over to you, Karen. Hi, I'm also Karen, uh, Animation's fiancé at the moment. Oh! Yeah. At the moment. But yes. Yeah. And listeners, my... listeners will remember the announcement oh. late last year. He put a yeah. ring on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, my music preference is literally anything except for metal. So this is going to be a very fun talk for me. Because... Um, yeah, I listen to anything and everything. I'm, I think my problem with metal is because I can't hear the lyrics very well. I can't connect because for me, lyrics are very important. Right. Anyway. Mm. Okay. So why are the four of us here today? Well, Peter and I don't usually use horns up to opine about music news, but it's our podcast and we're going to use this episode to basically shoot the shit about the Grammys. We're not going to be talking about the slap. That's old news now. Overdone to (laughs) death. Instead, this episode stems from something that's really been bothering Peter. Right? Yeah, man. What's up? Explain your predicament. What's your grouse? So, see, I'll be honest, right? Like, while in 2020, the Grammys may not mean a lot. And I'm guessing digital music sales blah, 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 whatever. But at the end of the day, having the tag that you're a Grammy winning artist is something, right? I mean, a lot of hip hop, a lot of pop artists, a lot of people kind of leverage that. And for the longest time, I mean, ever since probably metal has been part of uh, a category in Grammy, it's always been the sideline because it's sort of been showcased on the main show. Like it's always one of those things that are done before the main show. So this year when dream theater won, i was like what and it kind of tells you also who's sitting in the recording academy and kind of deciding this because the song that they chose wasn't even a great song like dream theater fans themselves told me that what they wanted for the alien that's like their worst song they could have won it for off that album right and for the first year let's be honest you had bands like gojira you had bands like Mastodon, you had uh, Deftones also in the contention, right? And you'd think that at least they'd go with maybe a younger band. Come on, 
why is like dream theater winning over gojira or mastodon who are like far more popular so that's your grouse basically you feel that the academy didn't get it right yeah i mean it kind of says that it's a bunch of old guys just sitting and deciding it at the end of the day right <laughs> okay i'd like to bring in and this is going to sound weird but i'd like to bring in the karens here do both of you follow the grammys may not be for metal or rock music as such but just like over the years do you think the grammys get it right with most of the mainstream awards they give out especially for pop music especially for r&b especially for hip hop here's my take uh, yeah i used to follow the oscars and uh, the grammys too because i was very interested in fashion and red carpet fashion same <laughs> so yeah we both work in i mean in similar industries right <laughs> so i used to follow i not so much about who were the winners but just what they would wear and like okay yeah you know that this popular song won and this artist won but ever since i joined media and i learned how award functions work which and also a huge consumer of hollywood and bollywood blinds like hello dermoa that's like mm-hmm. my guilty pleasure i do know that how award shows are rigged and how awards are given just because they want someone to perform at the awards show mm-hmm. like i'm a huge beyonce stan and i found out that she'll only appear and and perform when she'll get an award which is really disappointing or if she has new music but i guess it suits her narrative because her narrative is always she has to control the story and she picks whoever she, she wants to like art direct so yeah i mean like that kind of like all that shine just went from like award shows so like i just now take anyone who wins like with a pinch of salt you know that there major lobbyists of of like say the universal group or whoever are behind the album sales to get their uh artists to get a grammy so yeah that whole sheen of award show is just gone for me all right karen what do you think about the grammys do you think they generally get things right especially with mainstream music so my take is that what do you mean by um what is right do you mean by what is right based on audience the only reason i got into searching about how the grammys function and how your voting happens and how submissions in fact happens is because i recently so my friends are massive bts fans like massive bts fans and they've been after me to like listen to their music since forever and it's only during lockdown when i had like no other options but i was like okay let's check these guys out so the journey of bts has essentially led me to understanding this but i here's my contention i was like it is an recording academy award right it's not um it's not a fan award so they don't necessarily have to give it to what is the most popular music out there what is causing change and this is also what eminem had to say that he couldn't believe that 50 cent did not get best new artist when he came out with it's your birthday like it was everywhere but it went to someone else but it's the academy choosing and it's your peers choosing so even though you want to blame the 
the house is like universal and stuff like that but that is the academy right those people are that is the scene that is the music scene so is it right or is it wrong i do not know but is it lobbyist definitely but even the oscars are the lobbyist like any award show is lobbying and pop music is fair game essentially because sometimes the popular people win it and sometimes the unpopular people win it and it is what it is i have something to add here and it's kind of weird it, is that i don't know how this landed in my inbox uh probably the universe sent it or this was a sign uh, <laughs> that we were supposed to do this episode right. but i got an email exactly 2 days ago the subject line for the email was did gojira get robbed at grammys and this it's impossible because i've never put it out there publicly that i wished gojira won the awards right this is a press release which kind of again goes to what you're saying in terms of lobbying and stuff like that but what they have done is sent a press release with actual data so here it goes right among all the nominees in the metal category gojira's song was streamed 12 million times shazamed 25000 times got 6.9 million youtube views and still has the highest spotify playlist reach which is I think seven hundred and fifty or seven hundred and fifty thousand, and it then goes on to kind of compare them to who else was there, right? Uh, Rob Zombie, Deftones, all of them. There's data to back it, right? Also, like which was if you want to put objectively <laughs> the most listened to song. Hold hold that thought, and this is a question for everybody in the room, starting with Peter. What do you think the Grammys award? What do you think the Grammy stands for? If you if you asked this to me a few years ago and I didn't know how things work and all of that, I would say that oh yeah, it's it's probably the most popular or like at least there's some kind of metric right that you'd kind of follow most popular, best song exactly that kind of stuff right. You're going in terms of record sales basically. You're going in yeah. terms of either plays or you're going in terms of either sales right. I mean that 15 years ago or say 20 years ago you'd actually say that you know this artist in the first month first year or radio plays or whatever it is whatever metric you want to use would be there now unfortunately that's kind of gone out of the window right with digital media and stuff like that so hence an email like this says to me that they were shazammed 25000 <laughs> times i really want to know who are these 25000 people who heard uh, Kujira's Amazonia and like actually took out the Shazam app. It. Yeah, yeah. It's like what is that? Yeah, what is this riff? <laughs> like the power of the riff compels me. <laughs> but I find it so hard to like I don't know maybe because we live in India but the people Shazammed it because like normally you hear music and you hear music. Yeah, I don't know when and, they heard it. Right? Like, it's like, like you'll be like, what is that beat? Or like you hear something from the nineties and it's like some instrumental and I'm like. Hey, that's a song, but what is it? And then you try and shazam it, but then you find out it was like some old, like Backstreet Boy song in some new movie, <laughs> new classical kind of way. But but to answer Animesh's question, I also feel like the Grammys for the longest time was very American, and yeah. like right now. It like, is still American because yeah, you, you have, have to sell in the American market. That's the only way for you to be eligible for. putting your 
nomination and it doesn't matter where you come from you need to sell in america yeah mm-hmm. but like the world has opened up i mean like coming back to your bts thing the world has opened up to k-pop the world mm-hmm. has opened up to so many other musical experiences from different countries i mean it's just not british and american music anymore i mean the only reason why also bts attends the grammys because they need their viewership to view the grammys on like a so major network yes army will take down the grammys they yeah they always do they already did that last year because they they did not let bts perform a solo stage they put them as a mashup on little nas x Oh yeah, so, yeah, correct. Yeah, and then oh, then wow. Twitter went wild, and they were like, "BTS deserves to perform solo." And then this year they did perform solo, but mm. yeah. Uh, my take is that I don't think the Grammys ever claim to be a global, um, a global award show. Like it's always been an American award show, and I understand that. is it fair it's like if they want to change it to a global award stage then that's a different conversation i agree america has mixed culture and has a lot of subcultures in it and this is what i was talking to animesh about then i was like kpop even though it has like a massive fan following like even within america there's a massive fan following it's still a subculture and i also view metal as a subculture and bts fans were fully expecting the best pop duo thing to also be on the side and not part of the main ceremony but as you said yes viewership ratings matter so it was part of the major ceremony but i'm not surprised and don't hate on me <laughs> but i'm not surprised that the metal category awards aren't in the actual show because i if you compare fan listings uh you have more die hard fans in pop and country than you have in metal like i'm not saying they're not die hard i just feel like the numbers are smaller and also this is another thing that i was arguing with animesh about is that most of the metal bands are really old <laughs> like then <they're, laughs> that's exactly my point right <laughs> and if you think about it the academy basically gets to so your producers put in nominations right so it's it's the metal industry only recommending to the grammys who they think should be considered so now if you're only going to recommend the old people and then the voters of the academy are only choosing from that pool don't no, no, <laughs> nice know 100% game of that, <laughs> yeah the old gods no, no, are not letting let, the new gods <laughs> no and i completely agree i mean like correct me how old is hang on opeth is 30 years old this year so dream theater is in the range of 35 like obviously the young people are watching right the grammys for like there needs to be some connect to the newer generation and there's like half the artists who were nominated this year i know nothing about and i'm like i'm 30 so i'm old by this generation standard so i see why metal's not in the main show because you're not appealing to the younger generation you're not really gathering new fans you'll find you'll find the true music metal lovers who come and seek the music and will go for these often gigs but is the grammy being biased to metal i don't think so because i don't think metal is making enough of an effort to rejuvenate its audience <laughs> i actually kind of 
buy that logic because the more i think about it let's be let's be like absolutely blunt here the grammys it is supposed to be a celebration of excellence right but it's a celebration of excellence that's given to you by your peers the grammys make no bones about it it isn't a popularity contest it isn't a critics choice award it isn't a popular choice award it is just subjective it's a very subjective choice by your peers and who are these peers these peers are the members of the academy the people who actually get to vote are only people who produce music write music performance so actively involved in music but they're not your it's not your studio heads so your studio heads can't vote your publishers can't vote and then uh the more you read about it the more you try and understand that for these specialist niche categories and let's not kid ourselves here but metal is a niche category yeah 100% 100% the number of people who would be voting for metal would be pretty less yeah right you've not you've not updated your pool so your pool is yeah we've not yeah it's it's, it's i don't know why i said we but the metal industry as such has not updated its pool in the at the academy and maybe the question really needed to be asked here is 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 the rock and metal ecosystem really doing enough to warrant this uh, validation of sorts for a grammy or are we just happy being the niche are we just happy being the contrarian culture that we are supposed to be that this music is supposed to represent you know you bring up a very interesting point and i just want to draw parallels to this right and can you made like a great point where it's just that entire pool just look at all the festivals and i think that's a clear reflection right great example is hellfest it's just like slapped every logo possible or every <laughs> band that's available in there and then you look at the headliners and that's exactly uh, what you're talking about because none of these headliners are bands that have even been formed in the last 20 years let alone 10 these are all like 20 plus bands <laughs> and then if you don't give the newer bands an opportunity how do you expect them to get the spotlight how do you expect them to kind of yeah uh, get that exposure festivals yeah, grammys kind of. very similar situation So it doesn't surprise me that bands like Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, your legacy acts are still headlining because those are the biggest bands on the planet at the moment. I would say that's pretty much the same thing that happens in almost each and every genre. I don't think uh like a pop music concert like I mean, Madonna is not Well, no, imagine no yeah Madonna did, think about it this way if today Eminem said that hey uh guess what bombay i'm coming down and i'm bringing the real slim shady tour to india mm-hmm. hypothetically i assure you there w- it would be one of the biggest shows ever uh the fact that u2 manages to fill up dy patel stadium in india uh the fact that world over you're still finding uh people wanting to see an abba reunion gig or abba itself releasing and whatever album or whatever that was last year but the amount of <laughs> the hype young, it got but the young generation is not coming for it no they're coming for the u2 i will accept that the young generation came for abba is like 
our parents are getting yeah. hyped up for it <laughs> that's true yeah. no but i'll be honest right because i've seen at least this happen in uh, dubai mm-hmm. where when i watched eric clapton right there was a single percentage of people who were around the same age as me it was 10 12000 people like again my point was more internationally in there because like with with india unfortunately we get very uh, few and far yeah, between yeah, artists so, so well, we go <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i mean to animation's point right like what you always had with such uh, artists like i mean think about it, judas priest took baby metal on tour with them right so you always had the supporting acts in there yeah. and the reason why those supporting acts were there because people show up for these big acts and get exposed to a lot of these new acts mm-hmm. i'm talking those multi stage uh festivals festivals and stuff like that right because essentially a budget you assign to a judas priest and their production and everything is probably 10 other bands which are say mid size yeah i mean i'm just kind of looking at it from that perspective is there a is there a remedy for this for this situation then what do we expect from the grammys for rock and metal because i i i do think that the grammys do manage to get mainstream genres right pretty much most of the time i mean of course you'll have your outliers here and there etc taking away the fan equation because that's which fan doesn't want their own artist to win right that's that's a separate conversation altogether but given the grammy's track record in uh pop in r&b and in hip hop um even country music for that matter even the other critical like uh genres like global music score and world music the yeah. grammys do get it right my grouse with the grammys for rock and metal seems to be that that rock and metal exists only because as a category it needs to exist it legacy. it's yeah it's almost like a legacy category it's the unwanted stepchild which is <laughs> fair and which is fine uh but rock and metal music overall i do think that it has slipped in popularity over the last 10 years 20 years maybe i think the heyday as such has passed maybe it'll come back because everything is cyclical right so mm-hmm. culture is cyclical maybe 20 years down the line rock and metal will be the best music or the most popular music again but at the moment it isn't i do think that the with a lot more push from rock and metal industry or ecosystem maybe they can use the grammys for what i feel the grammys truly is which is a great pr exercise all it needs is that one one flare from i don't know some young band and some label that's really 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 pushing all their weight behind it um i would love to see a brian slegel metallica journey happen in 2022 2023 2024 and make a band that's you know just come out or maybe has a couple of albums under their belt and make them the hottest thing on planet earth because it is possible think about it like i'll give a great example and we've discussed her on the podcast before but all rock and metal needs is a billy eilish i would love that kind of a push to be behind some young rock and metal band um i was hoping it would be ghost yeah but dude. so so here's the thing and sorry i have to add this since you mentioned uh, ghost ghost and machine gun kelly so far this year are the highest selling rock and metal albums 
I'm not surprised at all. Okay, I have a question for the metal people. Are the fans of the metal community really strong and like go behind their artists and go above and beyond? Like, are they like the army type? So I think it depends, right? Unfortunately, and I'm like sticking my neck out here. The rock and metal fans are our age now. The whole game of what it is like. So rock and metal will sell, people will buy vinyl for a reason because they have that nostalgia factor. They probably can afford, uh, you know, vinyl players and all of that stuff. I don't think there's any way to explain logically why 100,000 fans would descend on one place for four days with barely any, you know, showers, toilets and stuff like that. That just defies, I I think that for me is above and beyond, right? And actually do it voluntarily, like pay money, book tickets a year in advance, flying from all over the world. I think that's above and beyond. Like if you explain that to a BTS fan, they'll be like, why? (laughs) (laughs) BTS fans will do more. They fly (laughs) countries. They, so I don't know if you know these stories, but so they were not getting radio plays in America. And like, that's the, so the reason BTS is at the Grammys is mostly because the fans made it happen. And which is why they will always thank them. But it's, uh, they kept calling in the radio stations and insisted. So in the request hours, they kept insisting that they play BTS songs and the radio stations kept saying that the listeners won't listen to it because their lyrics are in Korean and like no one's going to listen to Korean lyrics. And the number of calls that they got was insane. So that's, they just had to start playing it because they realized that there is a huge fan base out there. And once they start getting radio plays and uh, they also started going to Target and demanding that, so you have to buy the copy in America for it to be valid. You can't buy it online. You can't buy it. Like you have to go to stores. So they went and they kept asking them to bring the records to sell in the store because they wanted to buy it. And like, I know at least three or four friends who requested their friends in America to buy the album and they were like why don't you just buy it online and they were like no buy it in America because it'll only get counted if it is sold in America so like the level of army loyalty is crazy like it's crazy no so I was just thinking like if if metal has to revive itself I'm not saying go BTS level crazy because that is like I feel like there should be a documentary on army in and of itself because you have people translating their lyrics live because they don't have these facilities like everything that they do is Korean and in fact it's only the past three songs that they've done fully in English otherwise it's just like an ad lib of English in their song and frankly like I never used to like for me lyrics are important so if I can't understand it I'm automatically zoning it out like yes the beats and the vibes are fine but I filter it out and I think that's what most Americans will also do. And that's what the the radio stations and the uh, people selling the music also thought that nobody's going to listen to Korean music. But then you had the fans live translating everything. So you can find every song with like CC subtitles on YouTube. So they've made the access to it so easy. Like I am impressed by this level of Fandom, and I'm like, I can't be considered this, that this, level. This deserves fandom. a Khan's award for digital it, activation. It should 100%. And 
so the this is what's really funny is the American Music Awards is mostly based on fan voting. Ever since BTS started selling in America, if you watch or if you go through their awards, they've won everything. And in fact, this year they won the Artist of the Year award, and that is because like American fans will go and like vote once or twice for their favorite artists and stuff like that. BTS Army was. on it like they were like scheduling timings that because you're allowed to vote once a day so like there's an alarm set that you have to vote every day and what will it take for metal musicians or rock like musicians this. to to command that kind of a fan following do you realistically think that this kind of music which really doesn't appeal to the mainstream as such and probably never will because of the form of music itself will it even reach a stage is that just a fantastical dream that we have this is what i wanted to say that i don't feel metal music and the very inclusive uh and i'll cite my own example my first leeway into mu- into metal was new metal and uh the time that i discovered this music this was 2000 and 4 or 5 um so that was pre facebook service forums and the thing about what i found was that there was there's so much superiority in metal okay and that's what actually put me off metal if you're a new metal fan the death metal fans would be looking down on you uh if you listen to black metal the death metal fans would be like oh that i don't feel like this one metal head that enjoys all spectrums of metal i feel that they like a few and then but there's such a huge superiority complex i this was a time when awkward was there okay i was on awkward and i joined these metal communities on awkward right and my picture was me wearing pajamas with my friends i was in college and mm-hmm. i put those pictures and one day i found out that those pictures were put up in that metal community and said this is a poser and i was like why can't i be both why can't i yeah. have friends and wear normal pink pajamas do i need to wear a black t-shirt and wear and have Eyeliner, like that's crazy yeah i mean i can like both black nails and that's actually what really pissed me off a bit because like the more i discovered music the more i found out like oh i was like oh i i transitioned from like listening to to like corn and uh limbisget to like listening to nile and every step of the way and i was just discovering and i was talking to metal heads and going for concerts they were like oh no this you shouldn't listen to this oh my god it's power metal oh my god like it's so old school or oh, it's like oh they just do this and it's that <laughs> death metal is just blast beats what do you really like listen to i think this is also why i walked away but can you yeah. <laughs> no but that's something that happens with every uh, music genre no i know no, it does i mean no come I on i will say When classical you, music is classical like music that. is like that definitely like pop music doesn't care pop Maybe music pop music i mean hip hop doesn't care also. hip hop doesn't care oh. unless you go into the gangsters yeah the exactly. Exactly. it depends on it depends on what kind of fandom you fall in with there are several metal heads who will keep uh, who will keep encouraging you to discover new artists new genres listen to everything under the sun and i'd like to think hornsub does a good job of that um not tooting my own horn here not tooting our own <laughs> horn here definitely but 
He's trying to do forced inclusion with me. No, it's not. It's not forced inclusion or anything of that sort. It's not gatekeeping either. But gatekeeping exists. Like you're right. The there is an overt toxic masculinity kind of an issue in metal, yeah. and that is that is definitely one of the issues of the genre itself. I would think that it happens in practically every genre that has that has nerdy fans associated with it. But yeah. does it have to be that way? It doesn't have to be that no, way. No. Doesn't it doesn't have to be that way at all. I I completely agree with you. But I Is that... I resonate with Karen's experience because oh definitely like, I do too. I do too. I I've like, been a subject of the same thing. These people like it's cool. I listen to it when I want to listen to it. But yeah, yeah. I've been I I've, I've openly talked about it on the podcast. How about uh, there 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 are gatekeepers in in metal who will subject you to naming each and every song in a particular sequence from an album. The and if you don't get it right, then the you're not. Album. Then you're, you're not then you're, then you're not a metalhead. You're a poser, yeah. and that's absolutely bullshit. But that kind of an uh, mentality, I've experienced it in multiple genres, not just in metal. And enough fan will expect everybody yeah. else to uh, be able to share their level of fandom. Yeah, that's the, true. Yeah. The diehard fans. Are... Exactly, but that's that's where we are coming back to, right? In terms of, in terms of just being able to gain that big. Fandom um, has has metal basically passed its heyday. I mean, just to kind of summarize what we're talking about, right? And both the Karens are talking about. I'll give a very simple example that all four of us can totally relate to. Metallica. There's always going to be an audience that will say, or a group of people that'll say, first four albums or nothing else. there'll be somebody who says i love the recent material and i think that for me is a band that will kind of just define metal fans also right so for for me a good barometer is to just ask somebody what they think of recent metallica releases and then you can immediately tell of the kind of person that they are are they open to experimenting to new different genres if they say first four albums you know they are from bangalore jokes <laughs> to all our bangalore listeners but i'm saying in terms of they they want that old school they want traditional kind of thing i'm i'm trying to think like which other band really like polarizes people as much as metallica like the moment metallica became mainstream and did the whole black album you had a huge audience in there and if if we think about it metallica is still one of the bands that will pull an audience no matter what right irrespective of whether it's a 20 year old because the reason why the black album is still one of the best selling metallica albums is it's fucking awesome right you'd have a 20 year old who still discovered the black album to a 50 60 year old who you know probably heard the first album there's a band that kind of unites that and i think those bands are rare like you have there can only be one guns and roses there can only be one metallica there can only be one iron maiden one judas priest why does that have to be the case where when you have a pop industry when you have a hip hop industry when you have an r&b industry constantly churning out excellent artists excellent new artists almost every 2 or 3 years with the industry backing them why isn't rock and metal able to do that do we lack the conviction or are we happy being the niche are we happy knowing that you know we will possibly cater to kids when they have their adolescent teenage phase when they need animalistic music to listen to and maybe a handful of them will continue sticking with us 
and that's okay for us to survive because realistically we built this lovely ideal that you know um, rock and metal is only you, you do it for the passion and you don't really make a commercial a living out of it and if you manage to do a commercial living out of it then well you're a superstar and you're a rock star and that's the notion that has come to define the genre of music i mean i'm 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 ranting here but i get that's that's the problem i have with rock and metal at the moment and that's why i feel the grammys don't give it its due because for the grammys it's just not worth it they're continuing to do it and the and that's what's being seen in the nominees and the winners day in and day out also i can i will say that like since a lot of metal is very antichrist and let's be honest grammy people are white christian men wasps wasps yeah they, they could be an issue and then they cater to what american well little nas x is gay <laughs> yeah and he's very in their faces so that's another talking point like is yeah. he upsetting the white grammys it's it's a good diversity check for them also but he is talented i'm not going i i like yeah. his yeah. music and i love that what he does with like his whole again i'm, I'm speaking from a slightly fashion perspective and <laughs> he's like not. tell me thing but like what he wore and like is so great like yeah. i'm comparing like frank ocean because i really love frank ocean mm-hmm. and for a long time he didn't come out with his sexuality but a lot of people guessed that he was gay but like lil nas is like out like take my sexuality yeah. yeah like i don't give a shit I, his tweets are like people were asking him are you top and bottom and he was like <laughs> of the bunk bed and it was so hilarious and it's nice to see that yeah so i mean but i think this is what the new generation is all about so whether yeah. it's a metal fan or it's a pop fan or a country fan inclusion in america right now is the hottest ticket so yeah. if you're not inclusive your cancel culture is great so yeah. that's coming for you if you're not going to be inclusive so i don't think the white grammys and the white oscars can be as yeah. white as they wanted to be or yeah. they were and it's it's showing up but yeah. unfortunately yeah. <laughs> I mean it's, it's, the, yeah. the Oscars have definitely worked on their inclusion issue over the past 3 or 4 yeah, years. Yeah, you think it's doing better than the Grammys. Yeah, obviously it is. It is. If you think about it, this is the circling back to the circling of what is popular in music. Um after pop music like the heyday of American pop music, at least my heyday of American pop music which is Britney Spears and the boy bands and stuff like that. that just took a nose dive and at that point hip hop was your niche culture like hip hop was bad like you shouldn't listen to it and it's not it's not the greatest then you see the emergence of hip hop being mainstream like right now hip hop is mainstream and pop music is trying to get a footing back in yeah. the market because it's flooded with rappers and and I'm not saying that bad they're amazing but you tend to get bored so now the cycling the cycle i think is coming back to pop music and yeah also more rock in pop music i don't know if that makes sense so pop rock as you told me like that's coming back which i've not heard for a bit yeah don't least. listen to machine gun kelly just no re no he's he's old also no now <laughs> <laughs> so then i guess maybe all Definitely. this discussion maybe we are just 
butthurt nerds because dream theater is a band that i personally am uh, like eh, doesn't do anything for me these days um <laughs> we would have loved to see gojira win it that's not happened so maybe we are just being butthurt fans about it but wait um, you would you would take gojira over deftones oh definitely gojira see again it, it depends on what on what you think a grammy represents the if a grammy is supposed to represent creative excellence the gojira album was definitely more creative and definitely more consistent and definitely more solid than the deftones release um uh, there's no two ways about it also the academy needs to make up its mind needs to make up its mind about what they classify the deftones as you can't have an artist which is in rock and and also yeah. in the metal category uh that's as absurd um Sorry. why because it's coming from one singular album it's supposed to be a cohesive body of work and this is my question i feel like new artists are experimenting more i don't think rap artists only stay rap like there are right. lots of crossovers happening so i feel according to me it, i've not li- heard any of these albums but it's i in pop music i can see crossovers happening very easily yeah you know having said that someone should have nominated the gujira album in world music album you know <laughs> okay so 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 final final thought to sum it up i think we can all agree that that rock and metal is at the moment super niche and for the foreseeable future it'll continue to remain super niche um is just an award no <laughs> it's okay, just wait, wait. it is it it is just I, an I, award I, right? i can't believe we went like an hour without me saying this but like at one side i'm really happy that foo fighters won the grammys but at the same time it's my exact same point foo fighters are a bunch of 40 something 50 something 50, 50 something who else in that category deserves it i mean think about it what acdc really black pumas chris cornell sure great man great music and then I you mean, have the deftones you comparing foo fighters to the deftones fans of the music will definitely say is like comparing apples to oranges it doesn't make sense yeah yeah right so. or or wait if you if you look at the best rock song category which the foo fighters won again you have weezer as competition you have kings of leon as ca- competition you have paul mccartney paul mccartney <laughs> as competition <laughs> thank god the foo fighters won it <laughs> or even best rock album come on the competition was again acdc black pumas chris cornell and paul mccartney i'm not saying that the other music is bad not <laughs> not by a long I'm... shot if you if you enjoy it great cool but if this is supposed to be uh if the grammys which they rightly say each and every year is just a celebration of creative excellence as chosen by your peers and the peers or the uh, the members who are actually voting for it are deeming these then I agree with Karen uh, Miranda that rock and metal needs to do a better job of pushing and campaigning and making sure that it's not just the new innovative sound that's getting heard, but also that the right decisions are getting made. Because, uh, and this is what I was contending with for the Gojira thing, 
if you look at any metal best of list uh, in 2021, it had Gojira in its top five, if not Gojira uh, at number one. Be it fan-led lists, be it critic, uh, critic-led lists. So if that kind of love had found its way to be championed by fans of not just the band, but fans of the genre, you would have seen Gojira win. But that's not happening. Is that happening because metal is too divided? Is that happening because metal is not inclusive? Is that happening because, well, metal just doesn't have the numbers of fan support to really make a difference? I think that's a question for another day. Next time on Horns Up, get metal producers to sit and talk. <laughs> <laughs> yep. God, I would love for that to happen. Why not? She's manifested it. Let's make it happen. This is some homework for us to do. Listeners, I don't know what you made of this episode, but if you have any opinions that you'd like to share with us, maybe join in a conversation. Tell us that we don't know what we're talking about. Tell us that we do actually know what we're talking about. Maybe something struck a chord, maybe it didn't. Share it with us. As always, we're at hornsupport.com or on Twitter at hornsupport. I'm at Asmoani on Twitter. I'm at Trend Crusher. My social media is private, but thank you. (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) Oh, well, this was Horns Up. (laughs) Horns Up, guys.